0: Football on Off The Ball. Brought to you by Boyle Sports. Now with same-day withdrawals to your Visa debit card.
1: And you're very welcome along to the Friday Football Betting Show, streamed live every week across our social channels, on Off The Ball, on Facebook, on Twitter and on YouTube. Now, folks, never gamble more than you can afford. This show is for over-18s. Please gamble responsibly. I'm John Duggan, joined, as always, in the company of... The presenter of Premier League Live, Philip Egan of Today FM, and Leon Blanche of All Sports. Have you recovered yet, lads, from last night?
2: Didn't sleep a wink after last night. <laughs> no, just because the game was, was such high energy, and I was just—it was so intense watching it that when I went to bed after, I was just lying there thinking about it, and you know, because the fine margins, I was thinking, wonder what would have happened if this had happened, or if you know, if Manny had scored, or if the ref had given a red card to Vincent Company. Or if, uh, you know, if City hadn't scored just before half-time. But I thought City deserved the win. Manchester City 2, uh, Liverpool 1, Leon.
0: Yeah, I think I'd agree with Phil. I think City deserved three points. And I think over a season, your luck balances itself out. Liverpool have had a lot of luck. Maras missed the penalty. Um, Jordan Pickford made an absolute hames of it. And last night, could have been a red card. Could have been an opening goal for Mane. John Stone's, what was it, 11 millimetres between the goal being given and not being given. So, over a season, it'll balance itself out. I still think if you're Jurgen Klopp and you're Liverpool, you're quite content where you are. But I do feel the next league game is a must-win for Liverpool, just to get back to winning ways and just to give yourself that little bit of a
1: boost that, look, you've lost one game, so what, move on. How has the complexion of the title race odds changed, Leon?
0: Massively, Liverpool were almost two to one on uh, before last night's game. They're now four to five, and City have closed right in. I think from seven to four, they're now six to five. Spurs amazingly are eighteen to one, even though the pokes, the pokes. <laughs> but even though they're only two points behind City, six behind Liverpool, yes, Spurs are probably a little bit inconsistent. But they still haven't had a draw yet this year in the league. They've Amazing, won. Isn't it really? I like Spurs.
2: It's just win or bust.
0: Yeah, but I mean they've won sixteen and lost five. And that Wolves game really might come back to haunt Spurs in the, in the run-in. But Liverpool still favourites, and I think rightly so.
1: Phil, why did City win last night? Why did Liverpool lose?
2: I think what was very fascinating was Pep Guardiola is obviously a little bit spooked by Liverpool and that great record they had. That was only the second win in 12 that City have against Liverpool. And he his team selection, you know, Laporte, Danilo. When I saw the City team, I thought... He's given Liverpool the ultimate respect there, and this is a chance for Liverpool. But I think Liverpool got it wrong uh, in midfield. The the Milner, Wijnaldum and Henderson three worked last season when they played a more high-energy game, but now they play a more possession-based game. Those lads can't thread passes through. Fabinho made a difference. But to answer your question, in midfield, Fernandinho and Bernardo Silva were the difference and City just a bit more comfortable in possession and more clinical. Aguero's goal, some people are blaming Alisson the ball was gone by him before he could even get his hand up. No, it was Aguero did the same to De Gea at yeah. the Etihad earlier in the season. I remember
1: the World Cup against Iceland, rifled it to the net yeah. they didn't even know what was coming. Yeah. Uh, how, you're your Liverpool fan Leon, how have you been feeling? Have you been feeling very nervous recently? Have you felt as nervous as you've been probably since you were a kid?
0: Yeah because look Liverpool as we all know it'll be 29 years if they don't win the league come May So it's an awful long time as a supporter to be trying to win. The most important competition, if you're a fan of an English club, is the Premier League. Um, But they've been exceptional, John. They have been absolutely exceptional. It's one defeat out of 21. God, if you were a Liverpool fan at the start of the season, you would be in dreamland if you said you were four points clear. Having played City twice, Arsenal twice, uh, Spurs away, Chelsea away, United at home. I mean, look, all is not lost let's not forget that you're still four points clear. That's why I just think the Brighton game is a must-win, more psychological than anything else. You just need to get back to winning ways. And the next four or five league games, they all look very winnable on paper before Liverpool play Man United
2: at the end of February. And that Brighton game is a Saturday afternoon, whereas City don't play Wolves until Monday. So it's that case of strike first, put the pressure on City. And Wolves have a very good record against top six this season. They've already drawn with City. They've recently just won at Spurs. So this is, like I actually thought, we all knew January 3rd was going to be a pivotal night in the Premier League title race. Five or six weeks ago, I didn't think, I thought Liverpool would have to win at the Etihad just to even stay within touching distance of City. So the fact that it's all turned pretty much since that Pickford mistake. Liverpool, since the Arsenal game, had won nine in a row. So if they can go on a run now and win five or six in a row... City game is quickly forgotten, but I just think they were a bit too tentative last night, Liverpool. The
1: impact, though, on on the players psychologically, City will they now go on a run, rack up a lot of wins because they've had a wobble? They've beaten Liverpool now, and will Liverpool start feeling the pressure?
2: Well, this is where the pressure kicks in because anyone that's been in a title race will always say it's now until the end of May, especially around March, where there could be Champions League involve, involvement as well for both clubs and team selections are going to be important there's going to be games where you don't play well but you just have to grind out wins Liverpool are better at doing that but we don't know if they can handle the pressure Jurgen Klopp is experienced in title races with Dortmund he has got over the line I think he's the kind of manager that could actually use all the energy and the way the fans are going to get so emotional for Liverpool I think Klopp could actually use that in a positive way whereas Sometimes it might weigh the players down, but I actually think it could work in their favour.
1: Leon, I'm looking at the uh, odds for the top four, and Olegun and Salski are four wins out of four for Manchester United, eleven to four now, to be, in the top four.
0: Yeah, because I think, <clears throat> excuse me, the two teams, who they'll obviously be challenging for that fourth spot, Chelsea and Arsenal have both had slip-ups, and it doesn't matter that it's been four easy games in terms of the opposition. The way United are playing at the moment, there's a freedom about them. They seem happy. They seem that they've got a bit of love back for actually putting on that jersey. Rashford is playing out of his skin. Lukaku's goal against Newcastle, to me, identified a crucial thing that what Solskjaer has done. The players are playing for him now. Lukaku came on that pitch and he was ready to come on. He was ready to make an impact as soon as he came on and he did it. You look at Sanchez, he set up Rashford for the second goal. They all just seem happier, John. And there's a big test coming away to Spurs at Wembley after the FA Cup. That'll really tell me where are United. Now, if they went to Wembley and got three points, Chelsea and Arsenal are going to be really looking over their shoulder. Chelsea can't score. We saw they don't have a number nine. Giroud is out. Morata, just he just can't do it, John. He just doesn't like physicality. No, he doesn't. And the pressure is coming on Hazard. You can see it. Every single game now, it's up to him to be the match winner. He can't do it week in, week out, all the
1: time. And as for Arsenal, they just cannot defend. Philip, if... United get in the top four. Would Solskjaer have a chance getting the job or is that just pie in the sky stuff?
2: I think I, I can understand why people say oh, I'll give him the job but there's a different pressure. Like he's gone in there and it's a free hit and I like what he's done so far. Even the other night was noticeable when they were 2-0 up. He brings on Jesse Lingard. That's Jose Mourinho. He's bringing on Fellaini. He's just bringing on he, it's all about attack. That double substitution, bringing on Lukaku and Alexis Sanchez, but there's a different pressure. If if he gets top four, you know, you say what an achievement. But then if you go into the next season saying, right, you are now our man. It's all up to you. Then the pressure is immense, and he just doesn't have the experience for it.
1: Folks, how are you doing? Um, get in touch with your comments on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube. Have you seen anything beautiful and <laughs> magical in the FA Cup? Of course, it's the magic of the cup. The last sixty-four or the third round, starting tonight with Tranmere against Tottenham. Um, but first, we're going to look at the offers of the week. With Leon Blanche here at Ball Sports uh, of the third round of the FA Cup, starting with this one: Wolves hosting Liverpool at Molineux on Monday night. Uh, a goal to be scored in the first fifteen minutes was two to one. Now three to one. Well, look, I, I think Phil has touched on it about Wolves. They're not afraid to play any type of
0: opposition, they play a really attractive brand of football. The big thing here is how many players will Klopp rotate? I mean, you look at some of the players who just are still on the bench, Keita, the likes of Lalana, the likes of Sturridge, I think even Origi. The big problem Klopp has is that centre half. He's going to have to give, I think, Van Dijk a rest because I think Gomez is about 10 days to two weeks away, Mati probably another week. Lovren to me is still, he's an accident waiting to happen. And it'll be interesting to see the team selection. But I think there's going to be goals in this game. I think both teams can score.
1: The next offer here with Ball Sports on uh, the Friday Football Betting Show. Fulham, Watford and Leicester City to win. Fulham playing Oldham, Watford going to Woking, Leicester way to Newport County. Was even moneyed out 2-1, to one, Leon. Look, you're doubling the odds here, John. But as we know with the FA Cup and the three sides there, they're
0: not world beaters and some of these lesser teams will be hoping that they can knock out a premier league uh, opposition in the fa cup but even the 2 to 1 decent enhancement
1: and the final offer this week uh, with ball sports manchester united chelsea and arsenal to wins on the big guns united hosting reading chelsea at home to nottingham forest arsenal going to blackpool was 6 to 4 on now 6 to 4 on.
0: i think this is the best of the three john um, i'd be very surprised if united chelsea and arsenal don't all progress at the first time of asking into the fourth round 6 to 4 from four
1: to six, very, very decent enhancement. And if you bet €10, Euro, folks, you'll get €40 Euro with now TV membership. New customers only with Boyle Sports. Terms and conditions apply. Check it out, offtheball.com forward slash Boyle Sports. Now, we got a walk of shame here because I wasn't here for the last few weeks. I was on a well-deserved break. So let's see how badly everybody did uh, on the last edition of the Friday Football Betting Show. Raf Diallo, one of our members of the Off The Ball team. Cardiff City against Manchester United, draw. Loser. <laughs>
2: It was Christmas party season, John. You know, yeah, it must have been the night after the party, that's. Um, Leon Blanche
1: said, Hampton, Chelsea and Manchester United all to win. Chelsea lost to Leicester. Loser.
0: Well, yeah, look, um, I, was, I was unfortunate, John. Uh, <laughs> Chelsea losing to Leicester, at least two out of three. But yeah, I mean, that was a shock. It was a huge shock. But again, it's like what I touched on earlier. They struggle for goals. Mm. They really struggle for
1: goals. Stephen Doyle from the the off-the-ball team as well had a bet, which was Alexander Mitrovic and Danny Ings to score any time in their respective matches. Ings did. Mitrovic didn't. Loser. And Philip Egan, Newcastle and Bournemouth to win. Newcastle drew with Fulham.
2: Loser. Bournemouth won.
1: (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, that's the, uh, that's, that's the problem when you're doing doubles and multiples and cumes. So just to give you a rundown why the suits have asked me back in here this week, uh, I've tipped 10 bets on the show, 6 winners, 59.5% profit to level stakes, That's why I'm here, folks. Never got more than you can afford, but I'm keeping up the show. I'm keeping the show on the road here, folks, you know. I feel like Donald Trump of the Friday Football betting show, but, yeah, no, I'm only messing here. And Philip and and Leon know their stuff. So it always turns. Philip will have a run. Leon will have a run. I'll have a run. That's the way it goes. So the FA Cup, the magic of the cup. Um, Get your betting predictions in. We'll give you a shout-out on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Twitter. Off the ball, our social channels. So when I was... Uh, eight. I sat down to watch Coventry against Spurs in 1987 in the cup final and I was absolutely devastated I don't think I finished my dinner uh, Gary madden put the ball into his own net and the FA Cup meant so much it was 100,000 people at Wembley I'd love to have been there I've never been there for an FA Cup final because Tottenham have only been w- in one since I think in 1991 um, Philip Egan your earliest FA Cup memory
2: it's funny my dad was at the 88 Cup final Wimbledon yeah and he thought it was hilarious that he brought back a Wimbledon cap after uh, <laughs> Dave Besson saved that penalty from John Aldridge and Laurie Sanchez scored. That was... You, you think of the first 10 seconds of that game, Vinnie Jones absolutely creases Steve McMahon out of yeah. it. Uh, would have been one of those where... It was Keane Overmar's stuff. Yeah, but it was actually, yeah. if you watch it back, it was even worse. It was worse. It was almost a red card. a oh, red card now. Straight it? red. Straight red. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'd be a straight red. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a straight red. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, just, it was just a Italian off, and yeah. I'm here in that cup <laughs> yeah. final. Yeah. Just a reducer. In fairness, Steve McMahon knew how to put in a tackle as well. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And your
1: earliest memory, Leon? I think 86.
2: Liverpool going in Ian Rush. Ian Rush, Ronnie Whelan.
0: Um, yeah. That great Liverpool side, the double. 3 1 against, yeah, against Everton. Yeah, 3 1 against Everton. Like Phil, obviously, I do remember that, that dreaded day when Aldridge missed a penalty. And your side, I'll never forget Paul Gascoigne's free kick in the semi final uh-huh. against Arsenal. Schoolboy's own stuff. It was just magical.
1: Yeah, it was it, great.
0: It was just, I mean, a free kick that just had everything. Nineteen ninety one. Yeah, ninety one. And then obviously the final when Gascoigne went for that. Never the crazy same player. Challenge. Never
1: the same player after that. Was it on Charles? Against Gary Charles. Charles. Charles yeah. yeah. Early against Nottingham Forest. I was doing my confirmation. Actually, yeah. um, you wore your Spurs jersey. I was—I couldn't actually. I was doing the confirmation trials. You know, kind of a mock confirmation when you go up there and you got to do the confirmation, you whatever. This way, what you got to do a confirmation <laughs> day. It's the mock, right? <laughs> so I got home and I didn't have the chance to change out of my confirmation suit. So I was doing handstands on the couch when uh, Des Walker put the ball into the back of the net uh, to give Spurs a two-one win, and I hadn't changed out of my confirmation clothes. And that's the last time Spurs won the FA Cup. It's the last time. Yeah. You need
2: to get your confirmation <laughs> clothes. <laughs>
1: But John,
0: as a sports fan, do you look at this as a uh, you know like a realistic chance of getting a trophy?
1: Fifteen to two at Ball Sports, yeah. Leon, and I think I, I would go to Wembley. I would never have been to an FA Cup final. I was at the League Cup final against Chelsea uh, three years ago. It was fifteen, they lost. It's still a cup final. Yeah. yeah. Look, look, you're not going to get excited as you would have been in the previous years when you're going through the rounds. You get to the semi final, whatever. Yeah. So when you get to the final, and Spurs haven't won a trophy under Pochettino, of course I take it. But if you're like I was going through the last 25 years, uh, only Everton, Portsmouth, and Wigan out of five clubs have won the FA Cup. So it's Liverpool, City, United, Chelsea, and Arsenal. And if you're United, you're winning it all the time. If you're Arsenal, we're winning it to kind of save Arsene Wenger's bacon. So I think it depends on the uh, relationship you have with the winning trophies and and being in the final. So if you're a Liverpool fan, of course the league is everything now. The Champions League is everything. So I think it's relative to your own experience. Best FA Cup memory?
0: Oh, um, probably Gascoigne's goal. Yeah, I will say it, yeah, because it was so far out. He was over 35 yards out. It was, yeah. And he just absolutely drilled it. And to beat Seaman, Yeah. At the time when he was probably one of the best in the world in goal, and Arsenal great were goal. League,
1: league champions.
2: That yeah, season. it was it was phenomenal. The 2001, speaking of David Seaman, where Arsenal battered Liverpool. Oh yeah, yeah Michael they Owen absolutely battered them. Michael Owen Ancho handles one off the line. First final in Cardiff. Yeah, and Michael Owen comes up with two goals, but the the first or the second and the winner, you know, that was. It was just the, the timing of it. Obviously, that was a good season for Liverpool. They had their own little uh, cup treble. Treble, yeah. But uh, some of that, like Gerrard's goal against West Ham when he was out on oh. his feet, cramped up. Just hit him. Um, like the 1990 Cup final, the, the three all, that was a, yeah, an amazing. Well, it was
1: Ferguson's game. first trophy in 1990. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, well, we ought to rem- remember Mark Robbins' goal saving, saving his saving his
1: job saving his career at yeah. Manchester United scored yeah. against Nottingham Forest in the third round no, Chelsea playing Nottingham Forest this weekend unfortunately football's changed Nottingham Forest now not a threat really to Chelsea unless there's a massive upset this weekend but Nottingham Forest is a difficult place to go they won 1-0 I think he scored in every round apart from the final remember against Oldham in the semi-final Oldham, yeah it's put through you know he's going to score, and he scores. It's a bit like Scalacci that year. Similar kind of run, you know?
0: Yeah, he was on fire.
1: Um, Yeah, he was on fire. So, why has it lost its luster? Is it the Champions League? Is it the Premier League? Is it the fact that United pulled out of it in 2000 and
2: was never the same? What is it? It's probably as well the fact that there's so much football on now. that, Like, there's Premier League fans now this weekend are thinking, I need a break because uh, there's been so much football on over Christmas, so the FA Cup, they'll sacrifice watching the FA Cup. But... It still gets you. There's still games where, like you think back to Newport County last season where they um, gave Spurs a real scare yeah. in the fourth round and they sent them to where Harry Kane needed a late goal just to get, get a replay for Spurs. So you, you do still get moments, but they're, far, they're few and far between, unfortunately.
0: And I think you even touched on your point, John, you're talking about the Premier League and the Champions League, but even look at sides that are down at the bottom end of the Premier League, they're willing to sacrifice the FA Cup
1: just to give themselves a chance of staying in the league. So, but he just did that against Burnie a few years ago. He put out some awful team for Liverpool. Yeah. yeah. It was just it was a bit of a, come on. Yeah. no, You've got to have some respect for, some respect it. for it. Some respect for it. Some respect
0: for it. Look, I think Manchester United... Jimmy Traore own goal, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. think United not competing in the competition in the first place should have never been allowed to happen. That was a big, big boo-boo by the FA. You've got to make every single team take part in the FA Cup. It doesn't matter what they're playing in.
1: Um, I, yeah, that probably didn't help. We've had a comment in here from uh, Connor Whelan. I don't know if he's here trolling me, Connor. Uh, I think I know him on Twitter. But uh, <laughs> 1987, Keith Houch and Diamond Header. Uh, makes it into his top FA Cup moments (coughs) that for that trolling piece of beautiful uh, commentary Connor. we're going to give you a 50 euro bet I'm feeling generous I've got over Coventry Spurs I'm feeling generous we're going to give you a 50 euro free bet with thanks to all sports terms and conditions apply Um, yeah giant killing Uh, it's funny because uh, as I was just saying there like in the last 25 years mainly the main teams have won I remember even when Chelsea beat United in 07 DD Drogba scored the winner it was a game that really meant something to Jose Mourinho Uh, last year's game Chelsea United in the cup final Um, um, you go going back to the 70s, Ronnie Radford. You had Sunderland beating Leeds. Yeah. You had West Ham and Southampton winning the second division clubs. Um, and recent years, really, I suppose the biggest one was Wigan, wasn't it? Was in 2013.
2: 13, yeah, they got relegated. Yeah.
1: Roberto Martinez ended Roberto. up in a World Cup semi final. Five years later, <laughs> it's just kind of bizarre. Uh, ben Watson. Yeah. Where is he now?
2: Watson, yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, we'd Lincoln last year. Uh, Lincoln City was, I think, the first non-league team since 1914 to get to the quarter-finals. And even when Pompey won it, I mean, that was... That was Harry, wasn't it? That was Harry, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... God, yeah. And he's now in the jungle. Yeah. Well, he's, he's out of the jungle. <laughs> he's out of it
0: now, he's, the, the, king. King. he's, king he's the, jungle. the king of the jungle. He's, he's the yeah. the king of the jungle, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I still like it. I mean, I still like the FA Cup, but I remember it, you know, as we all do as a kid, and that FA Cup final Saturday, you get up at 8 o'clock, you had your breakfast, and, and the coverage went from
1: 9am... BBC or ITV, guys? BBC. BBC.
2: But even BBC. that, Leon, even that, it's looking at like there's a game on tonight. It's going all the way through to Monday. It used to third round used to just be Saturday afternoons. Yes. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday afternoon, is. you'd be looking at the video printer on BBC. But well, yeah. watching O team,
1: more team out of a game. They yeah. used to have a three o'clock yeah. game. Yeah. I remember seeing Spurs lose to Port Vale. That was awful. And then Spurs lost, I think, to Bradford as well one year. Uh,
2: Thomas against yeah, Arsenal for Wrexham, Wrexham. That was on know? TV. That yeah. was on RTA.
1: You remember that? Yeah. You know, so. The left peg. Yeah. Um, yeah, great. Goal. But you're right, Leon. I remember, like, it's the build up, the whole day build up. It's abide with me. It's 100,000 people at the old Wembley. Um, so, I'm, actually, I'm feeling the magic, guys. I'm feeling the magic. So, can we try and make some money this week, I suppose, is the kind of the key. Um, get in touch with your predictions, folks, for the FA Cup third round. A uh, lot <coughs> of matches, as we said Spurs against Tranmere tonight. A lot of matches tomorrow. And then, on, of course, on Sunday and Monday, we'll finish with Wolves against Liverpool. Um, uh, have you got any kind of brilliant things that you're seeing here? Uh, let's get to the ball sports odds on the selection of the games. Uh, the holders, Chelsea 9-2 on against National Forest. Forest 12-1, the draw 5-1. Manchester United playing Reading at half-12 tomorrow. United 9-1 on, Reading 22-1, the draw is 7-1. Arsenal 4-1 on to defeat Blackpool in the half-five game tomorrow. Blackpool 11-1, the draw 9-2. to And Manchester City 14-1 on to beat Rotherham on Sunday. Rotherham 25-1, the draw 10-1. Philip, would you put all these into an accumulator? Are they, all these teams just going to win? I mean, Yeah, I
2: mean, I know City got beaten by Wigan last season, but they're not going to slip up against Rotherham. Uh, Rotherham are down near the bottom of the Championship. And, uh, yeah, like, Chelsea against Forest maybe is probably the one that. I watched Forrest against Leeds on New Year's Day and they beat them 4-2. For some reason, Ida Karanka is under pressure though. Um, They're just outside the playoffs. So that could be maybe one game where you think there could be a slight shock on the cards. But Sari has picked a strong team in the League Cup. He'll probably go with a strong enough team in the FA Cup. United, it's like that's a home banker. It's the it's going to be five wins out of five for Solskjaer. So um, I don't see too many shocks for any of the, the big clubs.
1: Is this, Leon, how punters should bet or will bet in accumulators with these big clubs? Is that what generally happens with the FA Cup third round?
0: Yeah, it normally is, John. Um, and you're trying to find one team. I always look like, because I like doing a weekly accumulator for small money, I always try and get a team in, in and around the even money mark. Maybe just a little bit less just to boost your odds. I don't really like actually putting in sides worse than 1-3 to three or 1-4 to four because it's not really going to help you. and um, They might win, but it's not even really going to help your return. Um, but the four games you said there, I don't know why Crank is under pressure. They're very close to the, you know, that was a big win against Leeds. Yes, Leeds had the man sent off. But Chelsea, this is a competition, someone like Sarri, I think he'll put out a very strong team. I'd be surprised if any of those big sides lost.
1: Now, folks, what you've got to remember about the FA Cup is, Remember to check the team sheets an hour before kickoff. I think it's the most important thing in this competition, especially with bigger clubs. Or I would kind of maybe the kind of the lower Premier League clubs, playing clubs, maybe doing well in the Championship derby. Southampton is one that's coming to mind in my view, or even Bristol City. I think against Huddersfield. What are the teams that are being selected? But with it, some of these clubs are just desperate to win Premier League games or try to survive or whatever. So that is very important. And once again, for even the top clubs, are who who's playing. Uh, their top team or team is playing a completely dummy dummy team like is Harry Kane going to play against Tranmere tonight doubt it Um, but is it going to affect Tottenham's chances don't think so it just depends but if they were playing Leeds at Ellen Road would it you know I think Leeds are playing Kupia so I think it's very important folks in the FA Cup who is playing and check your team sheets and try and get on Twitter and try and get to the try and predict the teams before they're released I remember like reading the sports season tonight uh, the teams are released on the dot they must be synchronised on the dot of the hour before uh, Darren McLaughlin watching on Facebook, over 1.5 goals in every third ga- round game will be worth a small stake at massive odds. Interesting. And in every single... Yeah, maybe may be selective, Darren, but €50 Euro free bet with thanks to yeah. Sports. terms and conditions, applying for you for getting in touch. And let's look at some of these more evenly balanced contests. Wolves against Liverpool Monday night, of course, check the teams. Liverpool 5-4 to on, Wolves 100-30, the draw 13-5. to Would you be taking odds on Liverpool?
2: No, I think Wolves will win.
1: Wolves have win later.
2: Yeah, Wolves. <laughs> Wolves to 30. He's going to pick a strong team, Nuno, and uh, they gave enough problems to Liverpool in the game before Christmas. Liverpool go on to win 2-0. But you're looking at wholesale changes. You're looking at the likes of Mignolet coming in. Lovren will probably play, wouldn't be surprised if he played three at the back, maybe brought someone like Klein into a three-man defence so he could, because he does need to get Van Dyke a rest. Also, imagine Van Dyke got injured in a, third round cup tie against Wolves, it'd be, it'd be sinful for, for Klopp. The likes of Sturridge, um, even Rafa Camacho, the, the young lad, he could get a game. Lallana, Origi, so I would be definitely leaning towards Wolves. Now Klopp could surprise me and pick a strong team, but that's why check the teams. Yeah, i definitely think check the teams.
1: 100 to 30 on that one. And uh, the other close matches we're having here on the, on the FA Cup third round uh, Bournemouth against Brighton. Bournemouth 21 to 20 on with ball sports. Brighton 3 to 1. The draw 23 to 10. Aston Villa against Swansea. Villa 21 to 20 on Swansea. 14 to 5. The draw 5 to 2. Derby against Southampton. The Saints 8 to 5. Derby 7 to 4. The draw 11 to 5. And Bristol City at home to Huddersfield. As I was saying, Bristol 13 to 10. Huddersfield 12 to 5. The draw at ball sports 2 to 1. Uh, without giving away your bet this week, Phil. We spotted any value here?
2: Yeah, Bristol City unbeaten in eight league games, and obviously Huddersfield are bottom eight defeats in a row. And has scored for Bristol City on New Year's Day against Stoke. That's one Bristol showed in the League Cup last season, they're quite decent in the Cup. I'd be I, if Everton were away to Lincoln, I think I'd be back in Lincoln, but because it's that goodison, you'd still fancy Everton just to get through. But Lincoln are. Uh, certainly a dangerous opposite like marco silva is under so much pressure like people yeah. are starting to wonder is it time for him to go
0: and the home form phil hasn't but been great
1: i was there at the uh, 6-2 game the uh, everton spurs game um <clears throat> they weren't great now um as no. somebody said where did marco silva you just but he, if marco silva's let go is is that more of an issue with the club a lot of changes chopping and changing spending a lot of money on players probably too much money
2: it's a bit of both, because then Marcus Silva will be known as the guy that comes in and does half a season for you. Did it for Hull, did it for Watford, and then if he was to be let go by Everton in the next few weeks, you'd be wondering, right, I need to get Marcus Silva's agent, because he obviously is very good at getting him a job. Any market moves, Dion, you've seen in the Cup? There has been money for Villa. They started a shade of odds against,
0: they're now odds on at 10-11 to 11 at home to Swansea. I like Villa. Um... Yeah, you can say they were a bit naive against Leeds, uh, 2-0 up, losing 3-2, but they're playing very, very well, Villa. Um, they're playing attacking football. He's a very good manager, and I think Villa will beat Swansea. I think that's a decent bet.
1: Villa to beat Swansea, according to Leon Blanche, in the FA Cup third round. Let's look at the outrights, of course. It's the start of the new year. We want to be known who's going to win the Cup. It's obviously a bit difficult with the way teams have got different priorities in that. Uh, but the ball sports odds are so for the outright market. Uh, Manchester City four to one favourites, Chelsea thirteen to two, Liverpool second favourites actually now at six to one, Manchester United seven to one, Tottenham fifteen to two, Arsenal nine to one, Everton twenty to one, Leicester and Wolves twenty five to one, West Ham twenty eight to one, Watford forties, fifty to one bar those. Philip, whose name is on the cup,
2: um, I think it's hard to call at this time because the draw is going to obviously have a a huge influence in it. That's why like Liverpool, I see, are a better price than Manchester United, but United are going to be in the draw for the fourth round. I can't confidently say that about Liverpool. So take it one round at a time, but you'd be looking at, say, City and Chelsea would be the two teams, I think, because I think Sarri is going to take it quite seriously and Guardiola will make changes, but... They're always, they've got enough quality that they could get themselves through to a quarter-final or semi-final before he starts picking a stronger team.
0: Leon, whose name's on the Cup? Man United. Um, I think with Solskjaer, I don't believe he'll be there to the start of next season, no matter what he does. And I think for him to win a trophy, this is the most realistic chance they have of winning something. Um, I think they'll be knocked out of the Champions League by PSG. And even if they are still in the FA Cup and concentrating on trying to get fourth, It's not a bad thing. They've got a big enough squad to cope with trying to get fourth and trying to win the FA Cup. As Phil rightly alludes to, it's all about the draw. You know, if they get drawn away to City, then you're saying, oh, you know, you're up against it. But I think this means more to Solskjaer than it does to a lot of the other. Top four or five Premier League managers.
1: Yeah, I think that's quite astute. I think that's quite a, a, a good point from Leon, and I think that's worth considering a seven to one. Uh, let's get to these week's bets in the FA Cup. Put you out of your misery. Get you some money for the weekend. We gamble responsibly, folks. Leon Blanche, first up. You've gone for Tottenham to beat Tranmere, Burnley to defeat Barnsley, and West Ham to get the better of Birmingham in a treble at nine to four.
0: Yeah, nine to four, John. Look, I'm hoping Spurs should win. I I hope Troy Parrott, the ex-Belvedere kid. He's been lighting enough for Spurs under 21s. I'd love to see this kid get a start tonight. I think Burnley, they'll want to keep the little bit of momentum that they have going. And West Ham showed a little bit of bottle the other night. And in Marco Arnautovic, he's just class. I'd love him at Liverpool. I would really love him at Liverpool. I think if you were going to buy someone in January that could really push you on, he'd be the type of guy I'd be looking at. And I think he's open to a move. But West Ham fans won't like me for saying that, but um, hopefully those three can oblige.
1: Yeah, and also good Betsy Leon uh, pointed us in the direction of United and the Outright Market and Villa as well to win this weekend. Um, there was an ad in the 80s about milk. Um, now, not Irish milk, but it was about milk in England, which had a couple of Liverpool fans and talking about. Acklington Stanley? <laughs> Who were they Ackling's exactly? Stanley? Who were they? Yeah, I'm hearing it in my ear.
0: <laughs> Acklington Stanley? Who were they? <laughs>
2: Well, I'll tell you who Accrington and Stanley are. The team that are going to beat Ipswich at the Wham Stadium this weekend. The Wham Stadium? That's where they play now, the Wham Stadium. As in the bar or the band? Um, <laughs> whatever one you want. <laughs> as long as you don't get barred or banned. <clears throat> but I actually stayed in a B&B across the road from the Wham Stadium. I was going to a game in Burnley. This is vegan's live trail. I stayed, trials or <laughs> I stayed in Accrington or... <laughs> and I stayed across. And there's a pub called the Crown Bar and it's right outside it. Of... And I went into the Wham Stadium and just had a look. It's, it's not a nice place, I wouldn't think, to visit for away teams. And Ipswich are bottom of the championship, just two wins all season. Paul Lambert says they're playing well, but you know he's obviously going to put a positive spin. I'm not surprised to see Ipswich are struggling since Mick McCarthy has left. And the final insult, there's going to be two final insults. Accrington and Stanley beat them, and they get brought down to League One by a former Norwich manager.
1: Free milk, folks,
2: for everybody who backs Accrington <laughs> at 9 to 5. The Dolly Partons,
1: 9 to 5. Um, the Lily Tomlins, if you ever saw that movie. Uh, Kevin Coban of the Antarctic has gone for a treble. Uh, Southampton to defeat Derby. Crystal Palace to beat Grimsby. And Bristol City to win their match with Huddersfield at a price of 6 to 1. So Kevin's going for the odds, to be fair. Like, you don't need to win every week. It's all about one thing, folks. It's about profit. Profit. If you are a profit, you will get profit. I'd like to think that I'm a prophet, otherwise I wouldn't be sitting here. Um, I've gone for Derby County folks to beat Southampton at 7-4. to four. Can you back my case, guys? Kevin Colban's gone the other way.
0: Yeah, I would back your case because, again, it's Southampton have bigger fish to fry as in staying in the Premier League. And Derby have already had a joint killing this season in the League Cup and they beat Man United. And they'll be really looking forward to playing Southampton. And I think Frank Lampard will pick a very strong team here because at the end of the day, if they beat
2: Southampton, it just gives these and there's a lot of kids playing for Derby.
0: Gives them confidence. Yeah.
1: Do you
2: agree, Phil? Yeah, I think so. Harry Wilson scored nine goals this season. All of them are on highlight reels. They're they're amazing goals. <laughs> he doesn't score, but <laughs> a lot of these kids are Premier League players on loan, so they of course they want to put on a good show. The vote of confidence
1: from Leon Blanche and Philip Egan draws this edition of the Friday Football Betting Show to a close. Thank you for watching, for listening, and uh, please don't gamble more than you can afford, folks. It's over for 18s. So, uh, please gamble responsibly. We'll be back next uh, Friday, even, uh, for the Premier League return. Uh, some of the matches involving Spurs, Man United, who else have we got? Manchester City against Wolves, Liverpool against Brighton, as the lads were talking about, and West Ham versus Arsenal. Back at 12.15 next week. Join us then. Thank you and bye-bye.
2: Football on
1: Off The Ball.
2: Brought to
0: you by Boyle Sports.
1: Now with same-day withdrawals to your Visa debit card.